Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Bind Analysis. My name is Tommy Ray Valdez. Today, I want to get you guys ready for the Week 10 matchup between the Seattle Seahawks and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I also want to talk about a few of the other matchups around the NFL for Week 10. Um, and I also want to talk a little bit more MLB news as well. So we're going to get right into it by talking about this Seahawks-Buccaneers matchup. Big matchup coming up in Germany for the first time ever. There will be two NFL teams playing in Germany. So it should make for a very interesting game. Seahawks coming into this game with a 6-3 and three record. Buccaneers coming into this game with a 4-5 and five record. Both teams leading their division. Um, so it should be a fun game to watch. A priority number one for this Seahawks defense is going to be uh, to try to find a way uh, to get after Tom Brady. Tom Brady, despite being 45 years old, is still one of the best at delivering the football quickly. So we know that Tom Brady likes to get the ball out of his hands quickly. So um, it's going to be a little bit tough for the Seahawks defense to try to find a way to create sacks in this game. Although Tom Brady is not very mobile. Um, you know, like I said, he gets the ball out of his hands quick. So it's going to be a good test for the Seahawks defense. Um, not only to create sacks, but to try and create turnovers. Um, despite the Buccaneers' struggles offensively, um, they really don't turn the, the ball over a lot. So, um, you know, it's going to be a good challenge for the Seahawks defense to try to create turnovers. Um, but, um, you know, we'll see if the Seahawks defense could um, rise to the occasion and uh, find a way to slow down this Buccaneers offense. They have some good players. Leonard Fournette, um, a solid running back. I think this is going to be a week where the Buccaneers really try to run the football. They're going to try to establish the running game. Um, so the Seahawks are going to have to try to find a way to slow down Leonard Fournette. Uh, Mike Evans, um, a very good receiver, having a really good season, despite uh, the Buccaneers struggling offensively. Um, Chris Godwin, another good weapon for Tom Brady. Um, and keep an eye on their young tight end, Cade Auden. Um, he came up with that game-winning catch uh, for the Buccaneers in that game-winning drive against the Rams last week. Uh, so Tom Brady is really developing some trust in um, – Cade Auden. So, um, you know, it's going to be a, a really good test for the Seahawks defense. And we'll see if they can rise to the occasion and uh, find a way to um, um, stop this Buccaneers offense uh, that has really struggled so far this season. Hopefully that will continue for at least one more week. Uh, but you always have to uh, beware of Tom Brady. He is the GOAT. Um, and it's only a matter of time before he figures it out. Um, and really gets his offense going. So um, hopefully the Seahawks defense could find a way to um, prevent that from happening. Um, but uh, it's going to be a, a good test for the Seahawks defense. Offensively, um, I think this is going to be a big game for Kenneth Walker. The Buccaneers have really struggled to stop the run. Hopefully the Seahawks will take advantage of that. Hopefully Kenneth Walker um, will run the football well. Um, and uh, when DJ Dallas and Travis Homer get their opportunities, um, you know, hopefully they can make some big plays running the football as well. Um, but the running game is going to be very important for the Seahawks in this game, uh, especially with the Buccaneers secondary getting a little bit healthier. Um, looks like they're getting some pieces back in their secondary. So um, might be a little bit of a challenge for Geno Smith, although he has completed 73% of his passes coming into this game. Um, might be a little bit of a challenge for Geno Smith to throw the ball deep down the field in this game. Um, he's going to have to rely 
a lot on the intermediate passing game, which has been a strength of Geno Smith so far this season. Uh, but hopefully, um, you know, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett can get um, a lot of uh, yards um, after the catch. Um, but, um, you know, if there's an opportunity for Geno Smith to throw the ball deep, um, you know, hopefully he's able to take advantage of it. But, um, you know, like I said, this is going to really come down to the running games for both teams. I think the team that does a better job of running the football and taking care of the football will most likely win this game. Uh, but it should be an interesting matchup over in Germany. Start time, 6.30 a.m. Pacific time. Not too thrilled about that start time, but it is what it is. We'll have some early morning um, football uh, with our breakfast. So, um, you know, should be a fun game to watch. So uh, that's my thoughts on the Seahawks-Buccaneers matchup. Now we'll talk about a few of the other matchups around the NFL. Um, there's going to be some interesting games here in Week 10. Um, one game that I think is going to be interesting, probably one of the most interesting games in Week 10, will be between the Vikings and the Buffalo Bills. Um, looking at this matchup, you have two very explosive offenses, two teams that have really been playing well this season, so this should be a fun game. Uh, we'll see if Josh Allen is able to play in this game for the Buffalo Bills. He is dealing with an elbow injury. He has not practiced the last couple of days, so um, looks like um, the signs are pointing towards Josh Allen not playing in this game, but that has not uh, been officially decided yet. Uh, he has not been officially ruled out, so we'll just have to wait and see on that. Um, but if Josh Allen does not play, it will be Case Keenum getting the start for the Buffalo Bills. Um, we all remember Case Keenum uh, when he played with the Vikings, uh, leading them all the way to the NFC Championship game. Um, so if Case Keenum gets a start, uh, this will be a little bit of a revenge game for Case Keenum um, and also for Stefan Diggs as well. Um, remember, he played with the Vikings as well. So, um, you know, it's going to make uh, this game uh, even more interesting. So um, who's going to have a better game, Stefan Diggs or Justin Jefferson? Um, so that's going to be really interesting. Also, looking at the running games, um, you know, Dalvin Cook uh, going up against Devin Singletary and also his younger brother, James Cook, as well. Um, so that could make this game a little bit more interesting. Uh, we'll see if the Bills get James Cook a little bit more involved in their running game in this matchup. Um, but I do expect a lot of points to be scored in this game. Um, you know, we'll see what kind of game Kirk Cousins uh, can have in this matchup. Um, but, um, you know, uh, the Bills defense, uh, very good. Um, so, you know, should be a good test for Kirk Cousins. Uh, but this should be a fun matchup as well. So. Um, another matchup to keep an eye on, uh, Packers going up against the Cowboys in Lambeau Field. First time that Mike McCarthy will be back in Lambeau Field since the Packers let him go. So, um, you know, that should make for an interesting game. Uh, but I do think the Cowboys will most likely dominate this game. Um, you know, if the Cowboys could uh, run the football well, like they have been doing all season long, uh, with Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott, um, and if Dak Prescott can continue to get the play-action passing game going, um, this could be a very good game for the Cowboys. Uh, their defense has really carried that team, so uh, we'll see if that can continue in this matchup as Aaron Rodgers tried to, tries to avoid his sixth loss in a row. Um, so this Packers team 
really struggling. They are going to be missing some key players in this game. Uh, looks like they will be without Romeo Dobbs. Um, and uh, they are also going to be missing some key players on the defensive side of the football as well. Uh, Rashawn Gary out for the remainder of the season with a torn ACL. Um, and uh, also the Packers will be missing a big piece of their secondary in Aaron Stokes. He's out for the remainder of the season as well. Um, so this Packers team uh, looks like they're going to be a little bit banged up coming into this game. Um, Aaron Jones will play in this game, but he's a little bit banged up as well. Um, but, um, you know, we'll see if he's able to play. Looks like he's going to play in this game, but um, if Aaron Jones is not able to play, um, you know, they're going to rely heavily on A.J. Dillon. So, um, you know, it's going to be a, a tough challenge for this Packers team, but we'll see if they can find a way uh, to get back on track. Um, but it's going to be a big challenge. So um, we'll see what happens in that game. Uh, also, the Sunday night football game between the 49ers and the L.A. Chargers. Uh, that should be an interesting game as well. Um, 49ers coming off of their bye week. Um, and, um, you know, their offense is really good. Um, you know, we'll see if Jimmy Garoppolo can have a, a good game. Um, I think this could possibly be a very good game for Christian McCaffrey. The Chargers have struggled to stop the run. Um, so I think Christian McCaffrey can have a very good game. Uh, we'll see if Debo Samuel is able to play in this game for the 49ers. Um, you know, that could be another, um, you know, big weapon uh, that Kyle Shanahan can get uh, really creative with in this game if he's able to go. Um, you know, George Kittle will probably have a good game as well. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll see um, how the Chargers offense is going to look. Um, you know, they're going to rely a lot on Justin Herbert, obviously, um, and Austin Eckler. Um, you know, we'll see if Keenan Allen is able to play in this game. Um, you know, he's still been dealing with that hamstring injury. Um, but, uh, um, you know, this could be a very big game for uh, Joshua Palmer as well. Um, but, um, you know, should be uh, a fun matchup. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens on Sunday Night Football. Another game to keep an eye on between the Dolphins and the Browns. Um, I think this is going to be an interesting game because these are two offenses that have really done a good job of putting a lot of points on the board. Um, Tua and the Dolphins averaging 23 points per game. Um, and uh, <clears throat> the Browns, um, led by uh, Jacoby Brissett and Nick Chubb, are averaging 25 points per game. So um, that should be a fun matchup. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, we'll see, uh, who has the edge in that one. Uh, but that should be an interesting game. Um, and, uh, also, um, the Monday night football game between the commanders and the Eagles, uh, the Eagles still undefeated, uh, trying to remain undefeated, going up against a commander's team that has really been playing well, uh, despite ending, uh, their winning streak last week against the Vikings. Um, it took a late fourth quarter comeback by the Vikings to win that game. So uh, Taylor Heineke and the commanders have really been playing well. We'll see if they could find a way um, to, um, uh, we'll see if they could uh, find a way to um, keep up with Javen Hurts and this explosive Eagles offense. Um, so that should be um, a, a fun matchup as well. So um, lots of interesting games around the NFL for week 10. 
Um, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun, lots of interesting matchups. So, um, you know, really looking forward to a lot of these games here in week 10. So uh, that's my thoughts on everything around the NFL. Now I want to talk about um, a little bit about uh, the latest MLB news. I uh, just got a notification um, that Clayton Kershaw has agreed to a one-year contract extension uh, with the LA Dodgers. Um, he was going to go to free agency, but the Dodgers giving him a one-year contract, uh, paying him $20 million. So Clayton Kershaw will once again remain with the Dodgers. Um, but another big starting pitcher to hit the free agency market is Justin Verlander. Um, he turned down he turned down a one-year $25 million qualifying offer from the Houston Astros. So Justin Verlander will now be um, a free agent. Um, he is currently 39 years old, so he will be 40 years old by the time um, uh, this next baseball season comes to an end. Um, so we'll see where he ends up signing, but Justin Verlander is still one of the best pitchers in the game. Um, good chance that he is going to win the Cy Young Award again this season. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see where he ends up. Um, um, Jacob deGrom still on the free agent market as well. So, um, you know, lots of good starting pitchers on the market. Um, lots of good shortstops on the market as well. Guys like Justin Turner, um, Carlos Correa, Xander Bogarts. Um, I know that the Mariners are really interested in trying to sign one of those guys uh, to possibly play second base. Um, you know, Trey Turner uh, would probably be um, the most likely guy that the Mariners would probably end up signing out of those three. Uh, he has played second base a lot throughout his career. So um, that one would probably make the most sense. Um, I don't see Xander Bogarts or Carlos Correa switching over to second base, but um, you know, if the Mariners could, um, you know, make the right offer, um, we'll see what happens, but um, lots of good players available on the free agency market. Uh, we'll see where Aaron judge lands. Um, that's going to be interesting. We'll see if the Yankees are going to be able to bring him back. Uh, but there have been a couple of trades that have already went down, a couple of minor trades so far, nothing too major. Uh, but um, the Rangers and the Braves, they swap a couple of starting pitchers. Kobe Allard going over to the Braves. Um, and uh, um, Jake Odorizzi going over to the Rangers. Um, so uh, good starting pitchers, good moves for both teams. Um, and also G-Man Choi getting traded to the Pirates. Um, and uh, in return, the Tampa Bay Rays get a minor league pitcher. Um, so, um, you know, we'll see how that works out um, for uh, both of those teams long term. Um, but, um, you know, it's been interesting so far. Um, lots of good players available. Um, and uh, uh, Robert Suarez uh, signs a five-year contract uh, to join the San Diego Padres bullpen. Um, so we'll see how that works out for the Padres. And Edwin Diaz uh, signing a five-year, $100 million contract uh, to remain with the New York Mets. So um, good move for the Mets, definitely for the short term. Um, Edwin Diaz, uh, still uh, one of the best closers in the game. Um, and uh, we'll see how that works out for the Mets long term. But definitely for the short term, I really like this move for the New York Mets. Um, so uh, that's what's happened so far 
around the MLB. Uh, like I said, lots of players on the market. Um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of big blockbuster trades that will go down as well. Uh, but the offseason is just beginning. So um, it's going to be really interesting. So that's my thoughts on everything. Uh, just want to leave you guys um, with a quick thought before I go. Just a quick reminder um, that if you happen to come across a veteran um, you know, um, at any point today, uh, be sure and thank them for their service. Uh, today is Veterans Day, um, and all of us as Americans, uh, we are all thankful for the men and women that serve in our military um, to fight for our freedoms. Um, and, um, you know, uh, with that being said, in honor of Veterans Day, um, just want to leave you guys with this uh, quick reminder uh, before I go. Um, you know, the Bible talks about how, uh, you know, when we go through our, our battles in life, um, you know, we need to remember to put on the armor of God, um, put on uh, the breastplate of righteousness, uh, the helmet of salvation, uh, the belt of truth. Um, and always remember to take up uh, the sword of the spirit and the shield of faith. Um, and, uh, you know, if you have all these things and if you trust in the Lord um, and know that God uh, will fight uh, your battles for you each and every single day, um, you know, God is always with you. God will never leave you or forsake you, um, and um, God will always fight your battles for you. Remember that you are a part of the Lord's army, um, and it's our job as Christians to lead people to Jesus and to help further the kingdom of God. So I just want to leave you guys with that. Thank you guys for listening. God bless you guys. Always remember that God is love, and God is good all the time. Thank you guys for listening. God bless you guys. Go Hawks!